Well, after recent years of economic gloom driven by the pandemic and geopolitical flare-ups, the International Monetary Fund is now predicting a soft economic landing for much of the world. The IMS of, uh, the IMF has flagged a faster easing of inflation and is even warning central banks shouldn't wait too long before cutting interest rates suggesting rate cuts should begin in the second half of the year. Let's get more on this. I'm joined this morning by the ABC senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. Peter, this is a big turnaround in sentiment, it seems, from the IMF after those earlier predictions that a global recession was a major risk. Yes, uh, good morning, Tom. This is definitely a glass-half-full outlook from the IMF uh, with economic growth upgraded for both the United States and China, the world's two biggest economies, and global economic growth coming in a bit better than expected at 3.1% this year and 3.2% in 2025. So, yes, what the IMF is calling a soft economic landing, mainly due to a resilient US economy, which continues to defy fears about a recession, but also inflation is slowing much faster than expected in the face of geopolitical risks from the uh, war in the Middle East, uh, Red Sea attacks uh, and the war in Ukraine. There's so much confidence that Chief Economist Pierre Olivier Garinchas sees interest rate cuts on the horizon after aggressive tightening over the last couple of years. So this is maybe some food for thought for Australia's Reserve Bank, which meets next week. Maybe if central banks remain too tight for too long, there could be a slowdown in economic activity, or if there is a tightening of financial conditions, or if there is a, a, another round of supply shocks, for instance, that could be downside to the global economy. What we are saying is we are almost there, but we're not quite there yet. And what we are saying, and we are agreeing with that assessment, is central banks holding off on easing until maybe the second half of 2024. And then that's when we anticipate that um, the Federal Reserve, the European Central Bank, the Bank of England, uh, and others might start easing. It's IMF Chief Economist Pierre-Olivier Garinches there, and Peter Ryan still with us. Peter, will that advice resonate with the Reserve Bank here, given the 13 rate rises it's imposed since May 2022? Well, Tom, uh, plenty to think about, but uh, those rate rises, those 13 rate rises are still lagging, um, but they are starting to hit. The IMF sees sluggish growth in Australia of 1.4% in Australia, um, back to 2.1% in 2025. A technical recession still seems pretty unlikely, though we do know households continue to do it tough with what's known as a per capita recession confirmed in the most recent GDP meet reading. But you just need to look at those retail sales for December, which were out yesterday, which crashed by 2.7%, which is a very, very big figure. So despite some strong Black Friday sales in November, spending really fell off the cliff uh, in the lead up to Christmas as cost of living pressures bite, meaning rates should probably stay on hold at next week's Reserve Bank uh, board meeting, opening the way for rate cuts maybe by the end of the year. Now, we're going to be getting a better idea of what's happening importantly uh, with inflation when we get a, a CPI update out later on this morning. Uh, economists see annual inflation falling to 4.3% from 5.4% in the most recent quarterly reading. But if inflation looks like being sticky or even rising, well, the Reserve Bank might have uh, the collateral to Uh, deliver another rate hike in February. But, Tom, that's looking very, very unlikely. I mean, the IMF 
seems cautiously confident about China, Peter, but how concerned is it about the unravelling of Evergrande, who were discussing this yesterday, which, you know, it's rattling China's property sector, to say the least? Well, I did a Control-F word search uh, in the (laughs) IMF embargo document that I saw yesterday, but I couldn't find any direct mention about Evergrande. But uh, the IMF does refer to China's troubled property sector. Uh, The report says without a comprehensive restructuring uh, package from Beijing, real estate investment in China could drop more than expected and for longer, and that would have negative implications for domestic growth in China and China's uh, trading partners. Now, while Beijing continues to reject talk about a bailout for Evergrande, it does seem that they will uh, have an orderly restructuring of the property giant. But big investors who've been speculating in what was a booming China real estate sector could end up losing much of their investment and take that haircut um, as they seek to get cents in the dollar back from their investment. Uh, Beijing uh, Beijing regulators, though, are likely to be cracking down on uh, property lending, which could result in reduced household consumption, subdued confidence, uh, meaning fallout in Australia if there's contagion, and China cuts back on Australian commodities, as we did mention yesterday, and that could have implications for Australia's economic fortunes. Okay, Peter, thanks as always. It's the ABC senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. (laughs) 